What's good, everybody? Welcome to the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. So we're going to talk fantasy football today. We'll go ahead and run the intro and we'll get started. So, guys, please bear with me. I'm under the weather, so I might sound a little crazy, might sound a little funny, but I feel a whole lot better than I did about eight hours ago when I got to work. So, I'm going to go ahead and get this thing on and popping. The NFL season starts tomorrow. It's going to be the Buffalo Bills versus the Saint. I mean, versus the <laughs> versus the LA Rams. I almost said Saint Saint Louis Rams, but the LA Rams. So. It's a matchup of two tough defenses and also two prolific offenses. So it's like, who's going to win? The defense or the offense for both sides? We all know that Matthew Stafford is dealing with that elbow issue. So I don't know how effective Matthew Stafford can be uh, come tomorrow. But then on the flip side, you look at a guy like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is one of those guys that's matchup proof. So Josh Allen is definitely a must start. <laughs> you cannot bench Josh Allen. He just he just is who he is. Um, also, when you look at the other side, Aaron Ramsey is going to be shutting down somebody. I can't tell you who he's going to be shutting down, but he's definitely going to be doing his thing. So it's is Jalen Ramsey guarding only one side, or is he going to shadow? If he's going to shadow, then he's going to follow Stephon Diggs. But then, of course, you don't bench Stephon Diggs because you drafted him. In the early second round, mid second rounds, and you gotta, I mean, you literally gotta start him. Now, if Gabe Davis is not being guarded by Jalen Ramsey, then I see, I think that Gabe Davis has a bigger game than Stephon Diggs. Also, look for Dawson Knox to have a good game. Um, he just got that new contract, that contract extension, got paid. So I expect him to play well. Also, um, on the flip side, with the Rams, you have Cooper Cup, who is matchup proof. Cooper Cup showed last year that nobody could, nobody can guard him, and it's going to be the same thing come this year with Stafford being the quarterback. We know that Stafford is dealing with the elbow issue, but I think that Stafford should be fine. On the flip side, Van Jefferson is not playing. He's not playing this game. So what that means is more opportunities for a guy like Cooper Cup and for a guy like Allen Robinson, who's new in the fold, right? So it's definitely going to be interesting. Uh, I cannot wait for that game. Um, that's pretty much it. It's, it's pretty simple. Start all your stars. I think that everybody gets to ball out. Dujanae, my guy, man. Appreciate you hopping on the stream. Can't wait for fantasy football uh, uh, to uh, kick off, really, the NFL season. So uh, the next game I want to highlight is the Saints and the Falcons. Jameis Winston has an opportunity to go off this week. He's playing a Atlanta Falcons defense that they might have improved on paper, but they're still a young team. They still have a lot of pieces missing. They lost a lot of guys, so they are a young defense for the most part. So I expect the Saints to just have their way with them. That means start Alvin Kamara, go ahead and start Jameis Winston. Michael Thomas, his first game back in, what, two years practically? So who knows what Michael Thomas does this year. But Michael Thomas uh, said something about that he's looking forward to having a better season than 2019 when he had that great season. So is this a breakout year for Michael Thomas? We don't know. Now, the tight ends for the Saints, I won't start neither one of them, which is Troutman and uh, Taysom Hill. So, hey, do what you do. What you do. But I'm not starting any uh, body outside of Kamara and maybe Jameis Winston if you're playing in a two-quarterback league. Now, with the Falcons, uh, obviously, they are going to be losing a lot this season. You got Kyle Pitts, who's going to, you know, command the lion's shares of targets. So he's going to be a target monster. But my whole thing with Kyle Pitts is, can he get us some touchdowns this year? You know, we know that you're going to get the yards, but can Kyle Pitts get us some touchdowns? Dushane said, um, I'm interested to see how Marcus Mariota and Kyle Pitts and that offense does. I am too. You know, we know that Mariota is a tight end friendly guy. You know, I saw him a lot here in Nashville, Tennessee, when he played for the Titans. So, I mean, if if Kyle Pitts can get some touchdowns, then Kyle Pitts really has a chance to be a top three tight end this year. The only knock on Kyle Pitts in fantasy is the quarterback issue. And also Drake London. Yeah, Drake London is a guy that I was out on, 
But I'm starting to, I'm starting to, look, I'm starting to like Drake London more and more as the season progresses. Uh, what's good? What's good? Agreed. Yeah, absolutely, man. If you guys are new, please like, please share, please subscribe if you're new to the channel. But um, yeah, Falcons offense is, is just three guys, right? You got Pitts, you got London, and did I say three guys? Was <laughs> it just two guys? I mean, obviously you have Mariota, and then with that whole running back situation with Cordero Patterson and Algier and Damian Williams, it's a mess right now. I'm not starting anybody in that backfield. Steven says, hello, thoughts on my flex spot, full point PPR, Michael Thomas, Gabe Davis, or Elijah Mitchell. If I had to choose out of these three, I would say the safe, the safest is Elijah Mitchell. He's going to get at least 18 carries uh, come Sunday. So, yeah, go with Elijah Mitchell. Michael Thomas is a, is, a, is a question mark. And then Gabe Davis could go off. I said it earlier in the show that if Jalen Ramsey is guarding Stephon Diggs, then Gabe Davis could possibly do something. But to be safe, I'm going to Elijah Mitchell all day and twice on Sunday. All right, so we move on to the next game, which is the Browns and the Panthers. This is the Baker Mayfield uh, comeback. I mean, this is like the revenge game of all revenge games. I think that Baker Mayfield is going to have himself a game. Baker Mayfield might never do anything else with the Panthers, but this particular game, week one, start Baker Mayfield with confidence. That means that DJ Moore goes off. That means uh, Roby Anderson might do something. That means Christian McCaffrey, right? So start Baker Mayfield and, Baker, and uh, of course, Christian McCaffrey, obviously. Uh, Steven also says, I like uh, safe uh, safest first week. Thanks on the uh, same page. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. It, Mitchell is going to get carries, especially if they're winning. So they're going to be playing the Bears. Yeah, so the Bears are not good, right? So he's going to run the ball. They're going to come out, get the lead, and run the ball. So, yeah, I love Elijah Mitchell. Uh, he could possibly score twice. Dujanay says, agreed. Mitchell is going to get his touches, but Gabe has potential. Just depends on if you want to take that risk week one. Yeah, with Gabe Davis, man, you really don't know. He had that great playoff game where, when he had, what, 200 yards receiving and four touchdowns? But it's a small sample size because Gabe Davis, over the last two years, he averages 35 receptions a year. He averages about 600 yards, and he averages 6.5 touchdowns. So that's who Gabe Davis is. And I was talking to a friend of mine, and I'm like, look, what if Gabe Davis is able to get 100 targets this year, 100 to 120 targets? He might do something. He's just like that, that deep threat. Uh, he gets open, but it's real risky because it's a lot of miles to feed in Buffalo. So, yeah, definitely Elijah Mitchell. But back to the Browns. Who do you start for the Browns? Like, you got Brissett, right? You got Amari Cooper. I'm not messing with anybody in the passing attack, but Kareem Hunt, do expect him to get some PPR love. Kareem Hunt is going to be an RB1 most weeks. Uh, you're going to see him be a high or mid-level uh, RB2, but some weeks he's going to finish as an RB1 because of the PPR format. So, yeah, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, those are the only two guys I'm starting this week versus the Panthers. And then on the flip side, I'm starting Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore. Moving on, we just talked briefly about the uh, 49ers game. Yeah, obviously, you're going to start Elijah Mitchell, right? Trey Lance is a guy that I feel could be a QB1 this year. We all know that when quarterbacks run, they get more points than quarterbacks that don't run. Go look it up. I'm not making this up. If a quarterback can rush for five to 800 yards rushing, they are catapulted up over a guy that passes the ball, like a Kirk Cousins or uh, even a Stafford. Stafford had a great season last year with a high touchdown uh, volume, but it happens. Usually reads, uh, I was uh, wondering that myself because who is throwing to those wide receiver tight ends? <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, also, with the 49er game, they said that uh, uh, George Kittle, that he got hurt and is a groin injury. And that's the reason why I always stay away from George Kittle because he continues to get hurt over and over and over again. But when he does play, he's a, a top three elite tight end in the league. So you guys keep an eye out on that. I want you guys to check the practice schedule on Thursday. Check the practice schedule on Friday. George Kittle might be out week one, and I will not be surprised. I looked up the depth chart, and uh, I believe it's Tyler Croft. 
he's the backup. So if you played in the tight end premier league, you might want to pick up a Tyler Croft. Hey, Justin, what's good? What's good? It says, can you rate my team uh, one to 10? Absolutely. Yeah. Hit, yeah. Drop your team. I'm going to rate your team. Uh, so we talked about the 49ers. We talked about the Bears. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the Steelers game. Steelers versus Bengals. You have Mr. Trubisky. He is the starter, right? You have uh, Kenny Pickett with the small hands, they say. He's going to have a chance to take over the job at some point this season. But the Steelers have three really good wide receivers in Deontay Johnson, who people are down on. I still believe that Deontay Johnson is very talented and he gets open. You have Deontay Johnson, you have Chase Claypool, and then you have the rookie George Pickens. I think that one of those three guys goes off this week. I just don't know who it is. That's the thing with the Steelers this year until they get consistent quarterback play. Some of these receivers are going to go off each week. You don't know who it's going to be. People are out on Najee Harris because they say that the offensive line is bad. I'm in on Najee Harris. He's going to get a lot of those dump-offs, right? So I love Najee Harris. Let's go ahead and take a break real quick and review Justin's team. Justin's 10-man team reads 10-man PPR, 1QB. He has Lamar Jackson. Running backs, he has Christian McCaffrey, uh, Saquon Barkley, A.J. Dillon, uh, Gordon Cook, Hines, Henderson, wide receivers Pittman, Sutton, A-Rob, Juju, Chris Olave, <laughs> and a tight end, Travis Kelsey. How did you get this team? <laughs> this team is probably going to win you the league, honestly. To have Lamar, I think that Lamar is going to push for QB1 this year. Obviously, the consensus says that Josh Allen is the QB1 this year, right? But I think that Lamar Jackson could rush for 1,200 yards this year. I think that Lamar Jackson could pass – for maybe 25 to 26 touchdowns. And I see him rushing for another 10. If he does that, he is going to be the QB1 this year over Josh Allen. I think he has that kind of potential. So great team. Um, I mean, you got running backs that are studs. You have backups to win. And if Christian McCaffrey and Barkley gets hurt, you have wide receivers. I love Pittman this year. I love Sutton this year. You have A-Rob. I mean, great squad. I give you a 10 out of 10. Uh, great, great squad. He said you got Lamar in the ninth round. Yeah, that's what happens when you play in a 10-man league. Um, it's, I mean, you can get talent in the in the deeper rounds. If When I draft a 10-man league, I usually draft my quarterbacks last because you, if you do the math, if, if it's 10-man, everybody gets two quarterbacks. There's still 10 quarterbacks out there. It says, do you see uh, the news on J.K. Dobbins? I did see the news on J.K. Dobbins. Lamar Jackson was trying to be a doctor today, saying that J.K. Dobbins is two weeks away. I think it's all smokescreen. I think it's Lamar Jackson confusing his opponents until we find out that practice schedule. Then we'll know if he's going to miss time or not. Uh, I think he, I think J.K. Dobbins plays week one, but he'll be on a pitch count. That's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor, but we'll see what happens. Gunner, what's good, man? What's good? Please like, please share, please subscribe. It says, AJ Dillon or Waddle at flex uh, full PPR. Scared of Waddle's quad. To be honest, to be safe, the safe pick is AJ Dillon. I think that AJ Dillon is going to get lots of touches this week, both running the ball and catching the ball. I would go AJ Dillon, even though that Waddle is a PPR monster. But let's just kind of see how Waddle and Tyreek Hill play together. So that's how I would approach it. I'm going to go A.J. Dillon just because we don't know that dynamic of, you know, that Dolphins offense. Also, the Dolphins are playing a tough Patriots defense. Let's not forget that. Uh, appreciate you, Dujanae. Uh, hey, man, I, I, I'm just – I love this stuff, man. I can talk fantasy football 24-7, bro. Uh, yeah, Dillon all day. Freezer Burns. Hey, if you guys are coming in, please like, please share, uh, please subscribe. I'm loving, I'm loving the conversation. Let's keep it going. Uh, for those of you guys that are joining in right now, I'm under the weather, so I might sound a little bit, you know, a little crazy, but just bear with me. Um, so we move on to the Eagles and the Lions game. The Eagles have all the weapons, right? You have AJ Brown, you have uh Devontae Smith, you have Dallas Godart. Those are three guys that need the ball. So if you were to ask me, who of those three do I start? I'll go Dallas Godart, 
and I'll probably go A.J. Brown. I think that Devontae Smith is going to be the odd man out most of the year. I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But that's a good passing attack if if the Eagles have a true quarterback in Jalen Hurts. I think that, that Jalen Hurts is decent enough. Jalen Hurts is great in fantasy because he's going to run the ball, right? He's going to run the ball. He's going to run for 800 yards, right? And then he's also going to possibly rush for six touchdowns. So I do like Jalen Hurts this week versus the lowly Lions. I'm also starting the Eagles DST. If I can't find any of my DSTs, definitely going to go with the Eagles as one of the defenses that I stream this week. Um, also, on the Lions side, they're going to be losing a lot this season. Jared Goff is going to be a decent QB2 if you play it in Superflex leagues or two or two quarterback leagues. Also, I love Amara St. Brown this year. I think he's going to be a target monster, even with a healthy TJ Hawkinson, even with a healthy uh, DeAndre Swift. So, obviously, start DeAndre Swift. On Hawkinson, I don't know. It's kind of shaky. But also, definitely start Amara St. Brown. That's my guy. All right, Gunner says, I also have Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, Drake London, but don't think any of them should start over A.J. Dillon. Absolutely. Now, now, Elijah Moore could be a sneaky start, believe it or not. He's going to be the number one wide receiver for the Jets. And look up the last time that Joe Flacco started. Elijah Moore had a game. Every time that Joe Flacco played last year, Elijah Moore had great games. He's actually... Joe Flacco is actually a better quarterback right now than Zach Wilson. So, but it's it's still one of those things where you're taking a chance. So, obviously, AJ Dillon is safe, but I think that Elijah Moore has plenty upside, plenty upside as the season goes on, even if it's this week. Uh, Justin reads, my Superflex team is 12 man PPR. Um, QB is Patrick Mahomes, Brady Jones, uh, RB is Chubb, Zeke. Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is slept on this year. I think that Devin Singletary has a great season this year. Most start. Um, Madison, great handcuff. Mike Davis, wide receiver. Godwin. Godwin is a guy that's been falling so much in drafts. I've been picking up all the Godwin stock that I can. He's falling in the uh, redrafts. And I have a draft tonight. I guarantee you I get Godwin because he continues to drop. But they're saying that Godwin is practicing and that knee brace is off. So he could play in week one. I mean, he, he really could play. And also, you have A-Rob, Ayuk, Boyd, Parker. Then you have Kelsey, Evan Ingram. This is a solid team. I give this team, I'll say a 9 out of 10. Your other team was way, you know, way better because you were stacked on every single position. But I really like this team. I really like Chubb. I don't know what I'm getting out of Zeke this year. I think your running back room could. Your running back room needs a few more pieces, but. Um, overall, it's a really, really solid team, a really, really good team. I give this team a 9 out of 10. All right. Uh, Fantasy Football 777. Appreciate you joining the stream. Please like, please subscribe, and please share. It says, what's up, man? C-H-E, Dobbins, Mitchell, Akers. Who do you like the most all season? Out of this group, to be honest, the safest. Like I, I've said it earlier on in the show, and that's Mitchell. Mitchell is the safest. But the guy that I think goes off this year is J.K. Dobbins. I've been drafting J.K. Dobbins over and over and over again. If J.K. Dobbins is healthy, he has a chance to do something special this season. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He's going to be a weapon for Lamar Jackson, and they can run that two-man offense, kind of like a pick and roll. So I like J.K. Dobbins's, uh, J.K. Dobbins' upside, but I think that Elijah Mitchell is the safest. Cam Akers? I don't know. I'm half on half on Cam Akers. I was, I was buying him, but he seems to always get hurt. So I don't know. I'm 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 halfway out on Akers. I'm all in on Dobbins and Mitchell, and I do not like Clyde Edwards in there a lot at all, at all. All right, Justin says, yeah, I wanted uh, Amara, but got Sutton instead uh, because Amara went pick one before. Yeah, Amara's going to be a beast. Flacco's going to show up the Ravens. I think that Flacco has a good game, but I don't think the Jets win. I think that Flacco is going to throw the ball. He's going to hit guys like Garrett Wilson and, and, and Cole. But the Ravens are going to like start the Ravens DST. I'm not telling you guys to start all, all, of, all, of, all of these Jets players. What I'm saying is that I think that Flacco right now is the better quarterback over Zach Wilson. Now, the Jets are going to lose. The Jets are going to struggle. But in terms of fantasy purposes, Flacco's going to put up numbers, inflated stats. They're going to be losing. So he's going to be playing from behind. 
and he's going to throw up some stats that are, that are going to look amazing at the end of the day, but they're still going to lose. So I just want to clear that up. Uh, it says, also, what pick do you got uh, tonight? Huh? Also, what pick do you got tonight? I don't understand that question. Sorry. It says, everyone just worried about Godwin injuries, but he's a good pickup. Yeah, everybody is worried, but that's why this is the time to buy. This is the time to go ahead and grab uh, a Godwin. And also, in the leagues that you have Godwin, Make sure you have Julio, who's going cheap in these drafts. Make sure you have a Russell Gage. Just in case Godwin can't play, you can insert that other wide receiver in there. Because Tom Brady's going to throw three wide receivers this year, and he does not have the tight ends that he had last year. So Godwin is a great buy. Just make sure you have either Russell Gage or Julio. Just as an Eagles fan and someone with Hurts, uh, it's uh, A.J. Brown and the Eagles D. I hope they all ball out versus the Lions. As a Washington Commanders fan, I hate the Eagles, but guess what? These are all great plays. I have a lot of Jalen Hurts uh, 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 stock in fantasy. I mean, I think all three guys ball out. I do have I do have some uh, some A.J. Brown, and I am starting the Eagles DST in a lot of leagues. Dujanay says, me too. J.K., I had a chance uh, to really be a dual threat. Yeah, J.K. has a chance to, to be a dual threat. I, I He's so gifted. It's just can he stay healthy? He says, J.K. has the potential to be a dual threat this season. I think uh, I think as well that he will have a solid season. Absolutely. I mean, the sky's the limit for him. I just hope he you know starts week one and it, it just kind of works his way and gets stronger as the season goes on. And we, we also have to remember the Ravens' offense – it's predicated on running the ball. So if as long as they're running the ball, I mean, the sky's a little bit for JK. It says, uh, might think I'm crazy, but I'd rather have Henderson uh, in much later rounds compared to Akers. Absolutely. The coach has gone on to say that Henderson and Akers are 50-50. So you don't know what you're getting out of these Rams backfield. Also, I want you guys to watch week one. Watch it real carefully. Kind of look and see. Who gets the lion's shares of the carry? Even if it's a 16-14 split, that 16 means something, okay? So watch that. Uh, Henderson has been, you know, definitely decent. He, he, he can catch the ball. He can do a lot of different things for the Rams. So I am getting a lot of Henderson over Akers in, in the draft. Uh, it says Mooney or DK? This one to me is real easy. Give me DK. Everybody says DK's quarterback is bad. Let me see. Who are who are the uh, Seahawks playing? They're playing the Broncos. Ooh. And then Chicago's playing. Uh, let me see. I think, that. I think it's the 49ers. So both have tough matchups. But if I have to trust a player between these two, give me DK over uh, Darnell Mooney. It says, uh, you said that, that you had a fantasy draft tonight. So I'm asking – what pick do you have? So I have the number three pick overall. And for me this year, I've been going a lot of hero running back strategy. So at pick number three, you know that CMC is gone. You know that uh, JT is gone. So it's between Derrick Henry and Austin Eckler. Give me Austin Eckler all day long in a PPR format. I love Derrick Henry. I think the Derrick Henry plays great this season. But just give me Austin Eckler. I just love Austin Eckler a lot this year. I think that Austin Eckler has the potential this year to have 100 receptions. Uh, it says, I have an auction draft in about 30 minutes, IDP. Which late wide receivers, which late wide receiver do you think can finish in the top 12? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Now, a lot of guys are discounting to Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin is going in the fourth, fifth round of redraft 12-man, one quarterback leagues. I would say that if you can get Terry for a good price, I have Terry as a wide receiver one. You guys can go back and check out my video on the channel. I did my wide receiver ones, and I did my running back ones. I have Terry listed as wide receiver 12, overall making him a wide receiver one. So, yeah, I think Terry can finish in the top 12. It says Mooney says DK is going to be covered heavy, uh, covered heavy by the Broncos D, which is another good DST. Absolutely. Yeah. So to be honest, I don't like neither matchup. I don't think that Justin Fields is going to be able to stand in the pocket versus that 49ers pass rush to even hit Mooney. So, I mean, I feel you. It could go either way. 
for me, I'd rather go DK in a guy that I trust more than Mooney. But I do love both this season. DK Metcalf has fallen in drafts, and that's another one of my late pickups. Him and Godwin has been late pickups for me, especially when I go RB heavy, then I'll usually end up with DK and Godwin on my squad. So it could go either way. We're going to come back on uh, week two preview, and we're going to talk about what happened. You know, you might be right. I might be right. And we both could definitely be wrong as well. Uh, let me read this. Uh, Fantasy Football 777 says, who has a better season, Judy or Sutton? And I always usually go with the guy that's going to get more targets. Now, if Jerry Judy's playing out of the slot, I think that Jerry Judy gets more targets, which means more receptions, which could possibly mean more yards or more points in PPR format. So give me Jerry Judy over Sutton. But Cortland Sutton doesn't have the touchdown upside. But I think that Jerry Judy has a chance to catch 100 receptions this year, especially if he's playing out of the slot. So give me Jerry Judy over Cortland Sutton in a PPR format. It says, are you believing the hype on Trey Lance? Absolutely. Give me any quarterback that can run the ball. If he can stay healthy, Trey Lance is a top 12 quarterback easily just because of him running the ball. Jalen Hurts was another guy that everybody was down on last year, right? Jalen Hurts played so well that he was a top 12 quarterback. So I have that same type of hype for Trey Lance this year. I think he's going to play well. He's going to run the ball. He's going to be excited. He's going to get plenty rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. So that's why I put Trey Lance in my top 12 quarterbacks. It says super late, cheap wide receiver, Christian Kirk with the Jags. Absolutely. I love Christian Kirk this year. I just did a startup draft two days ago, and I was able to get Christian Kirk as my last wide receiver. In that league, you can start up to six wide receivers, and he's my sixth wide receiver. So I think that Christian Kirk is going to be peppered with targets this year. The Jags are going to be losing a lot of games. So I think Christian Kirk leads the Jags in targets, and second in targets, Travis Etienne. We'll see if I'm right or if I'm wrong. All right, moving on to the Colts and the Texas game. <laughs> Obviously, you start Jonathan Taylor every day. Every day you start Jonathan Taylor. He never comes out of your lineup unless it's a bye week. Also, you start the Colts DST this week. That's one of my favorite ones this week. For the Texans, the only other player that I might start this week is Brandon Cook, Brandon Cooks, or... Damian Pierce, if it's a deep league, Damian Pierce could be a uh, Pierce could be a decent flex this week. I'm not sure. I don't know how you know the kind of volume he's going to get. He's not. He might not even be involved in the passing game, which is Rex Burkhead. So with Damian Pierce, hey, that's on you. But I would go Brandon Cooks, and then I would go, uh, of course, Michael Pittman Jr. I would go maybe even Matt Ryan in two quarterback leagues, and then obviously Jonathan Taylor. All right, let me read some of these comments. It says, when you draft tonight, are you targeting a, a certain stock, a stack? Honestly, I don't target stacks in this particular league just because I draft my quarterbacks late. So let's say, for example, my draft goes like this. I'm going to take Austin Eckler, and then with my next two picks, I'll try to take the next best running back or wide receiver. Let's say I end up with a wide receiver like uh, Terry McLaurin, right? then maybe I grab Carson Wentz as my second quarterback. So with, with stacks, it's real tough based off of when I go for a quarterback. If I go for a quarterback in rounds six or seven, it's going to be Lamar Jackson, which means that I might have a Rashad Bateman, who I believe in this year. Or I might try to go Godwin like I normally do and get a Tom Brady to stack with Godwin. So those are some of my favorite stacks. Those are, those are some of the stuff that I might possibly do uh, tonight. I just kind of go with the flow and I take what's left. Since I picked them up off waivers, it says, uh, start Matthew Stafford or Joe Burrow. I have Mixon, T. Higgins, and Cooper Cup. Whew, this is a tough one. Actually, it's not tough. <laughs> it's not tough at all. Give me Joe Burrow because Joe Burrow has the weapons. And even though Joe Burrow is playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, I trust Joe Burrow versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then I trust Matthew Stafford versus the Buffalo Bills. So, But then again, it's the first game of the season. Matthew Stafford could go off. You can't go wrong, honestly, with either or. I think both guys possibly end up as quarterback, top 12 quarterbacks this week in scoring. So you can't go wrong with with, with neither one. Um, one is a division game. One is not. 
I mean, Matthew Stafford, you know, Cooper Cup, they have a lot to prove. And this could be a matchup, a, a, a future matchup, if these two teams get to get to the Super Bowl. So if I had to pick, I'll go Joe Burrow over Matthew Stafford. Uh, Hawk, man, appreciate you hopping on the stream, brother. Says, Manny, I have a quarterback. Uh, uh, sorry, text coming in. Uh, says, I'm looking to pawn either Lamar Jackson or Russell Wilson for a better offensive player. So, is this a one quarterback league? If it's a one quarterback league, you're doing the right thing by trading one of your quarterbacks. Now, here's how it works Lamar Jackson is your better quarterback. Russell Wilson is your lesser quarterback in this scenario. You have to trade your best quarterback in order to get any value. So somebody's going to want Lamar Jackson over Russell Wilson. So definitely trade one of these guys. If you can get a top-tier running back, you do it. If you can get a top-tier wide receiver, you do it. There's no need of keeping two elite quarterbacks in a one-quarterback league. So, yeah, if I'm you, I will definitely trade Lamar Jackson. So you want to know a potential trade package. So let's say you trade a Lamar Jackson for a RB2. Most people are not going to give you a RB1 for a quarterback, being a one-quarterback league. So maybe a Lamar Jackson for a Eli Mitchell, Lamar Jackson for a Rashad Bateman, Lamar Jackson for a Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. So if you notice, I'm giving you scenarios where you're getting – a RB2 or a wide receiver two, or you can trade a Lamar Jackson for a elite tight end. People don't take the tight end position seriously. Maybe there's a guy in your uh, a league that has a, uh, let's say George Kittle and Dawson Knox go for Kittle say, Hey, here's Lamar for George Kittle or here's Lamar for Kelsey. I don't think you're getting Kelsey, but you get the point. Definitely go for elite wide uh, tight end, a wide receiver two or a wide or a RB2. Because nobody's going to pay overpay for a quarterback in the one quarterback league when there's people out there in your waiver wire waiting to be picked up. Kevin D says, Bills don't have Tredavious White, right? That's right. That's right. I think he's questionable. I don't think – or he might be out. But, yeah, that's a great point. So even if he's out or less than 100%, that's definitely a good point maybe that Bill's defense can be exploited a little bit. So, yeah, great point, Kevin. So, yeah, maybe you go Stafford and, and, and you know, you start Stafford with confidence this week. So if you guys are hopping on, please like, please share, please subscribe. Uh, let me see. NFL hater writes, I think Isaiah Pacheco is the kind of sleeper in fantasy and um, I really think he can be a top 15 RB by week eight. But you know what, though? I don't hate this statement. I've seen other people write this exact same statement. But for me, sadly, I don't have any shares of Isaiah Pacheco. Maybe I should pick him up and stash him. I've been hearing a lot of good things about him. But when I watched him in preseason, I didn't see much. I saw more in training camp. But obviously, when the games start, anything can happen. Appreciate you, NFL hater. Fantasy Football 777 writes, you think Cousins can lead the league in passing yards? Absolutely. I think that Kirk Cousins has his best season this year. There was a guy that works for NFL. Uh, he said that Kirk Cousins wins the MVP this year. I won't go that far, but I think that Kirk Cousins has the potential to throw for 5,000 yards this year and to throw for 40 touchdowns. And then you have that new offensive coordinator that's doing some of the things that they did with Cooper Cup with the Rams. So I like Kirk Cousins a lot this year. He's going to be, uh, he's gonna be a, a, a top 12 QB for sure. Uh, is Juju being slept on? I think Juju's being slept on because Kansas City's offense is great. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, right? But we really don't know who is going to be that number one wide receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs. What I saw out of Patrick Mahomes in a small sample size was that Patrick Mahomes was able to spread the ball. He was, he was able to spread the ball everywhere. And um, maybe that translates during the season, but if Juju's playing in the slot, he has the potential to, to get over 100 receptions this year. Uh, Timeout Sports, appreciate you, bro. He says that's the biggest Kirk 
fan ever. I, I see. You know, he had the jersey on. He had it tucked in. And he was talking about MVP, MVP. Yeah, that was kind of over the top. Uh, Freezer Burns writes, Juju slept on for sure. Must start week one. Also saw that Cousins MVP. That's a stretch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. That was that was nuts. That was crazy. You cool, Mr. Lee. Says, hello, sir. How are you doing today, bro? I'm doing great, man. Appreciate you hopping on the stream. Says, imagine when the Chiefs can get Justin Ross back next year. The team is going to be uh, hard to cover. And you know what? I like Justin Ross. I hope he recovers. I mean, it's just sad that he didn't get drafted and then he gets hurt and then he misses the whole rookie season. So he has to fight. He has to fight now. Like his life depends on it to be able to stick around in this league. That's that's tough. It's, it's a business. So moving on to the Patriots and the Dolphins game. When I look at this game, I see two really good defenses. And then I see Matt Jones, who might take a step this year over every quarterback that was drafted around the same time that he was drafted. So, you know, they just got Devontae uh, Parker. Uh, they, they really didn't even add too much. Even in the draft, you get Thornton, who is, to me, is more of a special teams guy. He's a, he's a burner, but who knows what he can develop into. You know what I'm saying? But the Patriots didn't do much to help Matt Jones in terms of the passing game. You still have Hunter Henry. He's a, he's a nice little stream tight end this week. Um but I'm not starting anybody else outside of that. Maybe Damian Harris, maybe Ramondre Stevenson. That's going to be a funny backfield all year. You got to pick the right guy each time. You don't know who's going to be the guy, but I, I like Ramondre Stevenson. And I do like Damian Harris this week. In terms of the Dolphins, <laughs> you have Tua, right? Then you have Waddle. You have Tyreek Hill. Then you have a slew of running backs from Edmonds to uh, I think they kept – Ah, who's that running back? So you still have Raheem Mostert, and then you kept Miles Gaskins. That's the guy. So that's going to be a funny little backfield as well. Just you know, and then Jaseki is the odd man out, right? Because you have Tyreek and then you have Jalen Waddle. So you can see potential where Tyreek gets twelve targets, Waddle gets twelve targets. It's going to be that kind of offense. They both going to be tag teaming, but in this game, I'm staying clear from both teams. I'm not going to start much from both teams. Fantasy Football 777 writes, Fournette, Kamara, Chubb, rate them one, two, and three. This is easy. If if all three guys are healthy, and we're talking about no suspension for Kamara, right? Give me Kamara number one because he's going to get you close to 80 receptions a year, right? Then, because Fournette has Brady, give me Fournette. And then number three, give me Chubb. Now, we're basing this off of PPR and all three guys being healthy all season and not missing games. Give me Kamara, Fournette, then Chubb. But I do love Nick Chubb a lot. I think that Nick Chubb is a baby Derrick Henry. If there was no Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb would be a much better RB. He'll be a guy that's rushing for 1,600 yards and 14 touchdowns. Nick Chubb is that good. It's just that Nick uh, Kareem Hunt is Kareem Hunt. NFL hater writes, and we all forget Belichick was the first coach to show how to shut down Tyreek. That is true. That is true. So this Patriots defense is going to be tough. They're going to be tough all year. They're going to be tough all year. And remember, the Patriots DST finished number two overall last year. So we move on to the Ravens and Jets game. Start Lamar. Start Bateman. Start Mark Andrews. In terms of the Jets, you can try Brees Hall, who I like a lot this year. You can try Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson. But those are more so starts that you do if you're desperate. Like, Brees Hall is going to be fine. He's going to do enough to get you 10 points a game starting out. Then, you know, things are going to increase. But for Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, they're going to be quarterback dependent. Let's see what they're able to do with Joe Flacco and how this offense is able to move. Now, we move on to the Commanders versus Jacksonville. With the Commanders, you start Terry. I think that Jahan Dotson has a great game, but it's also a risk as well. I don't trust Curtis uh, Samuel. Logan Thomas is banged up. Gibson is going to have a decent game. He's the only running back now, like a true running back that's going to run the ball. And then you have J.D. McKissick in the passing game. Carson Wentz. I think that Carson Wentz puts up top 15 numbers this game. Not this year, this game. He probably is a top 15 quarterback this year in fantasy. I don't know. But 
uh, in terms of the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> maybe you start ETN. He's safe. Christian Kirk is a good start. Uh, even against the, the commander's decent <laughs> passing defense, I guess. So it's a lot of question marks. It's week one. You're going to see bad teams play good. You're going to see good teams play bad. You're going to see people rusty. A lot of teams haven't played in preseason. So this is their preseason. We move on to the Giants and the Titans. I'm going to get to the comments in a minute. The Giants, you have Saquon Barkley, and that's it. Okay? For the Titans, you have Derrick Henry, obviously. Robert Woods, if you're looking for a flex play in a deep league, I would stay away from most Titans players. Tannenhill, if you're looking for a second quarterback in a two-quarterback league. But the Titans DST is going to be really, really good this week, and I'm starting them in a lot of different spots. We move on. Uh, let's read these comments real quick. Then we get back to these games. Let me see. Says, so glad I have six TVs to watch all the games, man. You are the man. I wish I had six TVs, but my wife is not going to let me get six TVs. <laughs> it says, uh, will Murray be okay without Hopkins? Where do you rank him? Murray's going to be fine. We also have to remember that Murray loves to run the ball. So as long as he's running the ball, he's going to be a top seven quarterback this year, maybe possibly top five. Hollywood Brown is really, really good. You, you have Rondell Moore, who's also going to be really good. So when you're looking at this Cardinals versus Chiefs game, it has the potential to be a shootout. So look for guys like A.J. Green to step up. Zach Ertz, if he plays, to step up. But Rondell Moore, Hollywood Brown, expect them to have big week ones. For, for Kansas City, you can pick a receiver. It can be Sky Moore. It can be Marquez Scatlin, Valdez uh, Scatlin. It can be Juju Smith-Schuster. It could be Michael Hardeman. I don't know who the receiver is going to be for Mahomes each week. But Juju is the safest just because he's done more. He's He's been more consistent than all of those guys. But I look for this game to be a shootout. Dujanae writes, no Daniel Jones. I kid, I kid. <laughs> uh, legendary Grant, man, what's good, brother? What's good? Says, yo, man, do you think, uh, let me see, who do you think is more due for a breakout? Year. Zach Wilson or Tua? I think it's Tua. Tua is set up to win now. Remember, Tyreek Hill could have gone to the Jets, but he chose Tua over Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson has weapons, but Tua has better weapons. You have a guy in Tyreek Hill who can do a lot of different things. And they're also talking about Tyreek Hill being used like Debo Samuels this year. So I'm taking Tua over Zach Wilson, but I do like Zach Wilson. I do have a lot of Zach Wilson shares in dynasty so i got about seven more minutes guys and i'm going to hit industry industry um the raiders versus the chargers start every chargers offensive player if you're playing in a deep league even start palmer i think the chargers come out i mean justin herbert has potential to throw for five touchdowns this week austin eckler is getting about 15 receptions and then on the flip side, the Raiders, you know, you have Devontae Adams, you have Waller, you have Winfro, you have Josh Jacobs. People are down on Josh Jacobs. I am all in on Josh Jacobs. I think that Josh Jacobs has a great season, and I also think that Josh Jacobs leaves after this season. We move on to the Packers and the Vikings. Look, you can start any wide receiver for the Vikings with confidence, including Osborne, Thielen. Justin Jefferson, Kirk Cousins is going to have a great game. Dalvin Cook, great game. Then on the flip side, you have Aaron Rodgers, who's going to be passing to a bunch of guys that nobody has ever heard of before. We don't know. Their receiving situation is worse than Kansas City. But I'm going to say this. Sammy Watkins has had a great week one in the last three years. I'm not telling you to start Sammy Watkins. All I'm simply saying is that Sammy Watkins has a chance to have his magical week one. Okay, go look it up. If you think I'm lying, go look up what he's done. Since I got the Packers winning 24 to 17, I can see that the Packers have a really good defense this year. Have a really good defense this year. When was the last time you can say that Aaron Rodgers had a really good defense to back him up? You can't, right? 
the Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. You can start Dak Prescott with confidence. CeeDee Lamb has the potential to be a top five wide receiver this year. I don't know if he goes off this game or not. But Dalton Schultz is a guy that I feel can get a lot of targets, a lot of receptions, yards, and touchdowns. I think that Dalton Schultz has a chance to be a top three tight end this year. Yes, I know there's a Kelsey. I know there's a Andrews and a Pitts and Kittle and Waller. Dalton Schultz is the number two wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys currently. He is. So that's just where I am with this right now. Uh, let's keep going. So with the Buccaneers, we don't know if Godwin plays, if Godwin doesn't play. Um, let me see. These comments have been says, I have a draft in 15 minutes. Anyone I should really look at, look to draft auctions now. The, the, the thing with auction is, here's my secret. The players that I want in auction, I never nominate them. So let's say if I want Dalvin Cook, I will nominate everybody else but Dalvin Cook. I will nominate the players that I don't want. Let them be and waste their money. Then you have more money to go after the guys that you like. The goal with auction drafts is to go with the best value, um, kind of wait it out as long as you can, and then attack. Just don't sit there and just let everything go. Eventually, you have to start bidding, but just kind of take what drops. Have your list of you know wide receivers, your list of running backs, and then kind of go with the flow and then try to get the best value possible to set your team up to win. It says, do not start Zeke. I'm not starting Zeke this week. I don't believe in Zeke. I don't like him. That's just me. Uh, uh, the legendary Grant says, I think Brady is going to expose Diggs. I believe so. I think Mike Evans goes off. I think Julio goes off. I think Russell Gage goes off. And if Godwin plays, Godwin goes off. Destroy, appreciate you hopping on the stream. Please like, please subscribe, and please share. Destroy says, CeeDee Lamb, Dawson Knox, Antonio Gibson for Kelsey, Brees Hall, and Christian Kirk. All right, let's dissect this one at a time. All right, CeeDee Lamb is better than Christian Kirk. Dawson Knox is worse than uh, Kelsey. And then Antonio Gibson is worse than Brees Hall. So in actuality, I'm taking the Kelsey, Brees Hall, and Christian Kirk. Those are three of my guys. And I'm down on Antonio Gibson this year. I think that when Brian Robinson comes back, he takes over the reins as the RB1. He was supposed to be the RB1 before the gunshot, and I'm glad that he's doing better. I'm glad that he's safe, that he's alive. Um, but I definitely like the Kelsey, Brees, and uh, Christian uh, Kirk better than I do CeeDee Lambrew. So let's be mindful in an auction draft, auto-drafters will drive the price of the players. It sucks. So just be mindful of that. Absolutely. Sometimes you don't want to bid because when they drive the price up, then you end up bidding, like let's say they drive it up to 54. Then you accidentally bid 55. And then you're praying that somebody bids 56 because you don't want to grab this player. So that's why I only bid on the players that I like. I only nominate the players that I don't like, and then I kind of go from there. But I love auction drafts because you can get literally everybody that you want if you manage your money right. So the last game of the night of this week would be that Broncos game. It's the Broncos versus the Seahawks. Uh, for the Broncos, obviously, you start, you know, Russell, you start Judy, you start Sutton. And then you start Javante. And then if you need a flex play in a deep league, you start Melvin Gordon. Um, but for Seattle, there is nobody on Seattle that I would honestly say that I would like to start. Maybe a Rashad Penny if I need a running back. But other than that, can you really trust DK? Even though I said start DK if you must, you definitely start him because of what he's done. You definitely start DK because he is that dude. And also, the Seahawks are going to be playing from behind a lot. So guys like Lockett, DK, and Fant are going to be able to get a lot of targets this year. So I do like all three in terms of getting some volume because of losing, but it is what it is. Destroyer says, even with Knox getting $60 million for four years in a deal. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. One of my friends uh, says that Dawson Knox has a breakout year this year. But, I mean, I think that Kelsey has a potential to to lead the league in receptions this year. Kelsey's going to go crazy. 
we all know who Patrick Mahomes is. If we know that Tyree Hill left, Kelsey's going to be his favorite target. Brees Hall, I feel, can be a top 15 running back this year. And Christian Kirk has the potential to get 120 targets. So maybe I'm biased because these are three of the, my guys. Uh, I do I do think that C.D. Lamb has the potential to be a top seven wide receiver. I don't know. It's It could be more even than what I'm thinking because Dawson Knox has the potential to have a great season as well. But for me personally, for the players that I like, give me Kelsey, Brees Hall, and Christian Kirk. That's me. Uh, Legendary Grant says, if Hurts – it says if Hurts can't ball out this season with that offense, I think the Eagles coaching staff, especially with how wins turn out. If let's say that Jalen Hurts does not play well, right? And let's say that Carson Wentz does play well. I know this is a Jalen Hurts question, but if Carson Wentz plays well and Jalen Hurts does not play well, how do the Eagles look? Trading away wins, going all in on Hurts, Hurts not working. Now you have to go into the draft next year to find a guy. And finding a guy is not always a guarantee. Maybe it's good to have a vet and a young guy. It just, you know, you should be able to bench quarterbacks when they're not playing well and bring them back and so on and so forth. It should be part of the game, but the coaches literally ride one quarterback out for the rest of the year. But if Hurts doesn't work out, then it's definitely on that coaching staff and that front office. Hurts has every, every um, tool to, you know, to win and be successful. In this league, I don't know if he will. Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. I wish him well as a person, but I still don't like the Philadelphia Eagles. So, guys, this is my time. This is Manny. This is the Talking Sports with Manny YouTube channel. This will be on the podcast on the Talking Sports with Manny podcast, so you can listen to it over if you missed some things. I appreciate everybody who came in and chimed in in the chat. It was definitely a fun show. I'll be doing more of these starts and sits um, as the week goes on. I'll be doing NFL previews of games. I might go on live tomorrow and talk about um, this game between the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. If you guys aren't doing anything, pull up, join me. Let's talk about this. This is the QB from Florida State, Ohio State, are the best QBs to me right now. Yeah, there's some some QBs out there. There's some QBs out there. Florida State quarterback looked good, and then he looked bad. So, I don't know. I'm still half and half on him as of right now. The Ohio State quarterback, yes. The Alabama quarterback, yes. Janae, later, bro, great stuff. Appreciate you hopping on, man. Hey, everybody, please like, please subscribe, please share. And like I said, this will be on the audio version. I will catch you guys tomorrow night after that Rams and Bills game. Let's get it. Peace. You know how I do it.